Get the full bonfire experience on your screen. YouTube.com slash bonfire sports. Thumbs up, subscribe. You'll know when we're live. Enjoy the games. How's everybody doing? What a huge win for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the 18th annual Banjo Bowl. Welcome inside game day after dark here on Bonfire Sports. My name is Darren Bombing, soon to be joined by Zach Schnitzer, who got lost in the crowds of the Banjo Bowl. I joke, he will be joining us uh, momentarily, but really appreciate all you guys uh, for jumping on and uh, joining us here tonight. What a game. Dominance. Utter, complete dominance from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers offense. Four possessions in the first half, four touchdowns. And what really was impressive was watching the way Winnipeg tried to dominate time of possession. In a game like this, a rivalry game on the road for the Riders, Winnipeg's M.O., was to ensure momentum did not get out of the Blue Bombers' hands. And the way that they dominated with a with the time of possession, 10-play, 73-yard drive to get things going to go up 6-0, missed Mark Leggio convert. What is it about 32-yard kicks uh, for the young man? Uh, and then forcing a 2-and-out from Saskatchewan on their first possession of the game uh, and then Winnipeg able to put together a seven-minute drive to go up 13-0, 13 plays, 97 yards, and through one quarter, Winnipeg pretty much took all of the possession outside of maybe a minute and a half as Saskatchewan's offense, led by Cody Fajardo, just wasn't able to get too much going. Uh, text the hotline 816 tips. That's 204 816 8477. Your thoughts, your stories about the 18th annual Banjo Bowl. Just a huge win 54 to 20. Anytime a team hits 50 points in the Canadian Football League, in any football league, uh, it tells a story of dominance on offense. Of course, part of the storyline going into this game and throughout the game, even Michael Shea touched on it after the game today was uh the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, whether it was a stomach bug or food poisoning or whatever it might have been, kept a handful of their players uh off the field and, and not able to play, including uh their backup quarterback Mason Fine. Uh was not able to dress, so they had to fly in Jake Dolagala last minute from uh, Regina to Winnipeg. Keenan Schaefer-Baker, uh, their linebacker, uh, or pardon me, uh, Justin McInnes, uh, was unable to play. So two receivers out of their lineup there, uh, two linebackers in Johnson Jr. and Bringy, defensive back Clark and uh, offensive lineman Josiah St. John left the Saskatchewan Rough Riders a little bit depleted as far as who they were able to dress. Um, Saskatchewan a little bit, I don't know if it was uh, desperation or just trying to get something going three times. They went for it on third down in the first half. 
but really it was uh, it wasn't until uh, midway through the second quarter, Saskatchewan was able to get something going and a great response down uh, 13-0 where they put together a 16-play, 99-yard drive uh, that got them back in the game, 13-7. Another moment in that game that really got them back in was Mario Alford's 92-yard kick return touchdown to kick off the second half. That brought Saskatchewan to within 10, down 27-17. Uh, but really, the defense did their job, and the offense went out and dominated. You have to look towards not just Zach Kolaris, but offensive coordinator Buck Pierce dialed up a perfect game plan, as perfect as one could hope uh, for his team to do what they did on offense uh, was really something. And I think that is the takeaway from this game, Winnipeg's utter dominance on the offensive side of the ball. Drew Brown came in late, uh, was able to orchestrate a touchdown drive, uh, but just two of one. Uh, sorry, one of two passing for 11 yards. Uh, it was Zach Kolaris that really put in work. The offensive line kept him clean for the most part. Kolaris went 21 of 25, 84% passing, 273 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Dakota Prukop comes in. He rushes for two touchdowns. What an unbelievable story and weapon Dakota Prukop has been in Winnipeg this season. How about Rashid Bailey? This guy had his coming out party, caught everything thrown his way. Five catches on five targets, 83 yards, including a long of 34, lots of yak yards of Rashid Bailey's 83, 40 came after the catch. Two second down conversions and the touchdown, probably the highlight of the year so far, I would argue, the way he was able to take that yards after the catch run and turn it into a touchdown stretching, extending as far as he could just clipping the pylon in the corner of the end zone, huge play for Rashid Bailey and the Winnipeg blue bombers. Um, just looking for that touchdown here that made it 27, seven Winnipeg at that point, Brett Lau, they're able to respond with a field goal, a quick four play, 26 yard drive for Saskatchewan to come to within 17 at the half. And then I mentioned that Mario Alford 92 yard kick return touchdown early in the second half. This game was far from one despite Winnipeg scoring touchdowns on each of their four possessions in the first half. Yeah, I agree with you, Eric, uh, best game of the season so far from Rashid Bailey. Love everybody in the comments tonight. Uh, keep it coming. Uh, Zach will be joining us momentarily and uh, we'll get into our Walby's Warrior. Westwood's wide to the right. Uh, our happy honker um, and uh, our game balls and, and so much more here on the program. 54-20, the Bombers win and move to 12-1 and on the season. What's up next? Well, they got a trip to Hamilton in seven days time, Saturday, September 17th. It's a three o'clock central time kickoff, four o'clock Eastern in Hamilton. And then the second of three buys on the season for Winnipeg. We'll see when they return to the practice field, presumably Monday, probably Tuesday, uh, the health status of Drew Wolitarski. 
who left the game in the first half. It was on Dakota Prukop's first touchdown uh, run and just seemed to get kind of trampled up in the first quarter. He left the game, as did Nick Taylor and Noah Hallett, which was absolutely heartbreaking to see possibly a re-aggravation or an aggravation of that previous knee injury. Everybody's been talking about Brandon Alexander and still not ready to return. We'll see what this practice week brings for the Blue Bombers all-star safety. But Noah Hallett has been right there with Brandon Alexander in recovery all year, all offseason as well. Um, Noah Hallett had not played a football game in nearly a year uh, and tough to see him go down and, and to the locker room in the second half. So we'll, we'll look towards that in Noah Hallett. We'll look towards uh, Nick Taylor uh, in the defensive secondary. And then of course, with Drew Wolitarski going down, uh, he had a very, very nice catch early in the game. Um, uh, a, a nine yard grab, um, just bringing them short of a first down Prukop able to uh, come in and uh, move the chains and then lead to uh, a touchdown drive. Uh, but in came the man I affectionately refer to as Bolo because it's tough to type out such a long name. Brendan O'Leary Orange, son of longtime Argonauts running back Doyle Orange. Brendan steps in in the absence of Drew Wolitarski tonight. Two catches on five targets, pulls in his first career touchdown. 33 yards, averaging 16.5 yards per catch. Had a second down conversion as well. Lots of yards after the catch, uh, including 12 uh, after pulling in uh, a catch. Uh, he was very good. I agree. Eric's been, hey, I, I guess I just agree with uh, Eric all night. Bolo looked great. Yes, uh, indeed he did. Great to see everybody in the live chat tonight. Jeff Cabillas, what's going on, man? Fritchie, Dallas, Lynn, uh, C. Brooks, um, Tao Zen, what's going on? Good to see you back as always. Waiters27, waiters, get at me. I got a question for you about uh, your awesome YouTube page. Uh, send me a message uh, and hopefully we can link up. Um, Fritchie asking who scored on that Drew Brown TD. I'm just going to pull up the uh, the live play here. That is a good question. Uh, it was tough getting out of IG Field tonight, at least quickly. I wouldn't say it was tough getting out. It was tough getting out quickly if you left early, um, just because, uh, you know, a lot of people with a huge margin of victory for the Bombers trying to get out of there early, maybe get out to uh, dinner uh, before uh, before it gets too dark out. But uh um, maybe people just trying to get out like I was and get in here on game day after dark. That Drew Brown touchdown pass was an 11 yard strike to Dalton Schoen. His 10th touchdown of the season ties him with Dominic Rhymes of the BC Lions for the most touchdown receptions this season. Kolaris leads the CFL with 26 touchdowns, uh, is third in passing just behind Nathan Rourke uh, and McLeod Bethel-Thompson uh, with about a 200-yard lead in the passing yards uh, stats in the CFL uh, so far. Brady Oliveira, three yards shy of 700 yards on the season, and I will correct myself. Dalton Schoen, the rookie, the rookie, leads the Canadian Football League two-thirds of the way through the schedule with 10 touchdowns on the season a walk-on at kansas state alma mater alma mater of longtime cfl strong arm quarterback michael bishop 
talking to Dalton Schoen uh, earlier this season, knows all about Michael Bishop, an absolute legend at Kansas State University, but did not know Michael Bishop played for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, late in his career. So uh, kind of a cool story there uh, about uh, the legendary status um, of Michael Bishop and, uh, you know, just the, the disconnect between, uh, him at K state, uh, and obviously a great career here in the CFL. Um, keep the questions and the comments coming. Uh, Zach Schnitzer will be joining us, uh, very soon. Yeah. Let's talk about this young man. Uh, I've been mentioning him on the bonfire sports shows here for a while now. Nick Dembski is elite hard to argue he was everywhere tonight uh got nicked up at one point got his ankle taped up back out onto the field uh, and he was just so good two carries for 10 yards uh which was a, a nice thing that he a uh, nice dynamic that he can bring to the buck pierce offense but pulls in two touchdowns tonight catches seven of eight targets 71 yards uh one second down conversion of his 71 yards, 44 came after the catch. Nick Dembski is the real deal. And uh, my good friend, Scott Billick of the Winnipeg Sun tweeted during the game. How could Saskatchewan ever let Nick Dembski go? Well, I snarkily replied on Twitter as Twitter is uh, good for and known for uh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones just, just does not like to pay high salaries to Canadians uh, will pay it on the offense and defensive line, but just likes athletes doesn't like, um, you know, to bring in, um, you know, that, that high priced Canadian talent. Well, the Winnipeg blue bombers, definitely the beneficiary of that short sightedness from the Saskatchewan rough riders about four or five years ago. Uh, and Nick Dembski really emerging into true star status in the Canadian football league. Uh, he was an absolute beast tonight and very likely will be up for the running, uh, with one of those Walby warrior shout outs. Phyllis. Yes, you're here too. Great to see you. Gregory Liverpool, uh, one bird Olamim. Uh, good to see you. Booch is in the house. What's going on, Booch? Um, beef cup 89. You're new or at least you're new to the live chat. Thanks for joining us here uh, on game day after dark. Dallas Pauls is in the house. Uh, is Taylor okay? Uh, presumably Nick Taylor. We do not know. Uh, the Blue Bombers always hush hush uh, and lips sealed when it comes to post game injury updates. So uh, don't expect anything on Nick Taylor or Drew Latarski or Noah Hallett uh, until the Winnipeg Blue Bombers return to the practice field this coming week. Bomber fan in the building as well. Good to see you, Bomber fan. Shown as a better touchdown per offensive pass interference ratio, so holds the tiebreaker on rhymes. I, I, I was unaware of that. Good to know. Appreciate that. Corey May uh, also in the house. Uh, I wonder if Zach enjoyed the game. Yeah, Zach enjoyed the game. He is fired up. Uh, I, I was learning from his mother-in-law last night that he actually like goes to the games with. Uh, and in talking to her, he's got all these like superstitious uh, little actions that he has to do when the Blue Bombers are on offense or on defense or kicking off or the rest. Uh, I would like to get to know a little bit more about that uh, when the Schnitz, Zach Schnitzer, uh, rejoins the show a little bit later tonight. What a stud find for the Bombers. Yeah, for Dalton shown uh, unbelievable uh, performance uh, this season. 
uh, for the CFL rookie. Uh, Lynn Reimer chiming in saying Dalton Schoen's 10th touchdown ties a record from 1951 where a rookie, Neil Armstrong, had 10 touchdowns in a season. The astronaut? Hmm? No, I don't think so. But uh, I will have to trust you there, Lynn. Uh, we'll look into that uh, as well. Itchy Scratchy the Barbarian uh, is in the house uh, watching live on YouTube. Itchy says, Claris has to be the league leader in passing percentage. That's a good question. I'm going to pull that up right now if I'm able to find it. I might have to go out of the league leaders here and then just go to quarterbacking uh, and see if I can uh, find passing percentage for Zach Kolaris. But um, as I mentioned, Brady Oliveira leading the league uh, with 697 yards rushing. Uh, and there is Dalton Schoen in fifth place in receiving yards with 830 on the season, uh, about 19 yards behind Kenny Lawler. Hmm. 19 yards behind Kenny Lawler is free agent American rookie Dalton Schoen of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. How about that, Bombers fans? Uh, says a lot about the work Ted Gavaya, Danny McManus, uh, Mike O'Shea, Kyle Walters all do finding uh, talent and unearthing these diamonds in the rough uh, really, really does say something. And uh, got to give a shout out to uh, Kyle Walters and his new bride who were at uh, the party we had last night. It was the Prairie Rivalry Bash at Finn McCool's on Grant. Uh, so many people there last night, uh, Riders fans, Bombers fans. I think there was a Rider fan there who is 100 years old. How awesome is that? Making the trip to Winnipeg, the pilgrimage east for the Banjo Bowl as Bomber fans make that pilgrimage west for the Labor Day Classic. Just awesome. Awesome energy there last night. It was great to meet so many people who are out there watching and listening here uh, on Bonfire Sports. Uh, thanks for making my night, coming over, saying hello, uh, had some hugs, had some selfies. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, well, okay. There's the guy. There's the schnitz. He says, see y'all soon. Just putting the little monster to bed. Okay, Zach, we are waiting with bated breath, uh, for you. Uh, Eric Dembski is clutch. No question uh, about that. Uh, I think this echoes the sentiments of so many with 33,234 capacity crowd attendance sellout at IG field tonight. P Stan Makita who's watching live on YouTube says these are the best days to be a bomber fan. He can remember he or she forgive me if I'm uh, mistaken there, but yeah, P Stan uh, nails it. The energy inside IG field right now. Like I, I tweeted a little video to see the crowd so full and energized and loud, especially when the rough riders offense was on the field is just amazing. Like sitting next to a couple Winnipeg reporters talking about the energy we feel inside uh, Canada Life Center, Bell MTS Place, Bell M MTS Center through the years um, and comparing it to the energy in IG Field on a beautiful, crisp, late summer night like tonight or, or like today uh, for the Banjo Bowl matinee. Um, I don't know if you can compare the two. I don't know if we should compare the two, but that energy, that, um, that special feel, you can just feel it, um, is really something to behold. If you haven't been to a blue bombers game in a while, grab some tickets, 
head down to the ballpark. You're going to have a great time, I promise. Plus, you're going to see one of the best CFL teams this league has seen in a long, long time. The Bombers are 12-1. and They're locking things down uh, in the playoff picture. Uh, nothing solidified today as far as what they were able to do last week with a win in the Labor Day Classic and, and locking down uh, a at least a crossover spot. But they've got Saskatchewan coming again to Winnipeg. That game is not sold out. So on Friday, September 30th, 7 o'clock, like September 30th, throw on a hoodie, head down to the ballpark. You're going to see a great football game because Saskatchewan is fighting tooth and nail to stay relevant and to stay in crossover position. The East is a little bit of a, you know, a, a crap show this year and a crap shoot for sure. Uh, so the Saskatchewan Rough Riders still have a ton to play for, and I'm sure they're going to be looking for a little bit of redemption after an absolute slobber knocking at the hands of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers today. Um, yeah, like love the chat. Everybody uh, chiming in. Donnie boy, good to see you. Yeah, Dalton Roadhouse shown. Uh, he really is. Uh, really is something to watch. I love that nickname from the old Patrick Swayze movie Roadhouse, uh, where you know Dalton, one of the uh, main characters, Tao Zen chimes in. Yeah, Sask will get crushed again. We'll see. You never know. Uh, Winnipeg is in such control right now in in the CFL West uh, and really in the CFL overall. Um, it's um, <laughs> you really got to wonder what the the final stretch of the season will leave for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. No doubt they want to get healthy. They want to be playing their best football when it matters, and that's into late October and into November and the postseason. Uh, I won't say that the West final is a lock, but it's about as close as you could get right now. The BC Lions looked beyond mediocre, like sub-mediocre last night in Montreal. They lost 31-10. to 10. Uh, Antonio Pipkin, 54% passing, uh, 13 to 24, no touchdowns, one interception. Vernon Adams, one of three passing for 17 yards. Um, you know, they really didn't run the football too much. James Butler, set, uh, six carries for 27 yards. Uh, and, and they just weren't able to keep up. Uh, the Montreal Alouettes um, were just the better football team. And I still believe Montreal could be the team that will push Toronto in the East division. If there is a crossover, it's tough winning on the road. I know the Blue Bombers did it in 2019, going through the West on the road in Saskatchewan, on the road in Calgary, and then on the road in the Grey Cup uh, in Calgary. But for whether it's the Rough Riders or the BC Lions or however that shakes out for the wild card and the crossover uh, from the West to the East, you would presume it would be that way. Um, it's not going to be an easy road for whoever uh, is able to uh, capture that. Uh, keep the questions and the comments coming. Uh, love seeing everybody uh, join in here. Uh, good to hear, waiters. You didn't shred your voice yelling, but man, oh man, was that a loud stadium tonight. How awesome to see the Bombers fans come out in full force in a sellout crowd. I didn't see a ton of green in the stands. I saw green. I saw pockets. I saw peppering but I didn't see a ton of green, which 
bodes very well for how many Bomber fans wanted to get out there. It's been sold out for weeks. And Bomber fans know how big this game was, know how big these rivalries are. Uh, records irrelevant. But Winnipeg, a two-point win on Labor Day in Regina. Six days later, a dominant 34-point victory. 54-20, to 20, uh, Winnipeg. Absolutely, yeah, people in the live chat like it. A slobber knocking. A slobber knocking by the Blue Bombers, uh, knocking the teeth out of the mouth of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, it was just kind of uh, dominance all up and down the field. I'll see if I can pull in uh, some live stats here. And uh, forgive me, I'll just uh, uh, pull in my my stats. Here we go. We will uh, clean this up here. Uh, this is a good question. Actually, I'll, I'll bring from, uh, my friend Winnipeg Gordo. Good to see you, Gordo. Thanks for uh, popping into game day after dark. Who complains more Cody or coach D? I mean, when things aren't going well, everybody is going to complain in, in one way or another. It's very difficult to, to keep the chin up. Uh, but who's more, um, who's more on the hot seat right now? Like, tell me that. Day, uh, Craig Dickinson isn't on a hot seat just as much as, say, Paul Police is in Ottawa. The Red Blacks, unable to get it done in the final two minutes. They gambled on third down, had to, th third down territory, three down territory. The Ottawa Red Blacks were, uh, just prior to kickoff here in Winnipeg, they fall by five, 24-19. The Toronto Argonauts uh, able to come away with a victory there. Um, but uh, let, let's take a look at these stats because a, a couple things uh, do jump out. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up the drive chart and let's see if I can uh, enlarge it a little bit here for the viewers. Uh, here's the Blue Bombers drive chart. Like this is what they did all day. First half, four touchdowns, four possessions, four times they scored touchdowns 10 plays 73 yards 13 plays 82 yards a quick six play 38 yard touchdown four plays 70 yards uh and then into the second half field goal touchdown field goal touchdown and finally mark legio comes out and his only punt of the afternoon in the fourth quarter drew brown caps uh the game with winnipeg's seventh touchdown of the day to put up the 50 burger on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Bombers fans, revel in this one. You've got bragging rights for a couple weeks until the Rough Riders come back to Winnipeg on Friday, September 30th at IG Field. Uh, I'm sure it feels really, really good to win by 34 points and to score on pretty much every single possession of the football game. Well done. Once again, I will say to Buck Pierce. Uh, Saskatchewan, meanwhile, they had to punt. They had a turnover on downs, a couple field goals um, into the second half, uh, more punts, a fumble lost. Uh, that was a great strip sack by Willie Jefferson, recovered by Jackson Jeffco. Uh, one of those positions that Saskatchewan was depleted on um, today because of that stomach bug or, or food poisoning or flu or whatever it was, was the offensive line. Josiah St. John, say what you want. He is a starter. Say what you want about the young man. Uh, but they had to put in their sixth offensive lineman at left guard. Uh, St. John moving from right tackle to left guard um, as uh, Saskatchewan kind of gets a little bit desperate trying to figure out offensive protection 
right now. Um, and then uh, an interception and a turnover on downs, their final two possessions uh, of the football game, of course, knees to end it, uh, which always tells you uh, how the game went when the team trailing by 34 is taking knees at the end of the game. Uh, Zach Schnitzer, uh, well, I guess he's he's trying to put his boy down for the night, but uh, not stopping him from joining the live chat here on game day after dark. Sarah, 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 yes, big hat tip and all the best to TSN's Sarah Orleski, or I guess formerly of TSN, Sarah Orleski called her final game tonight on the CFL on TSN. So great she was able to do it at home in her hometown here of Winnipeg. Uh, Sarah and I both grew up in uh, the West End uh, of this town or about the same age. Uh, somebody I still look up to uh, in this business, just a consummate pro. Uh, we know how good of a broadcaster she is, but what many people don't know is just how good of a person she is. So genuine, so real, so kind and reassuring, especially when you're working with her or um, you know alongside her. Uh, wishing her all the best and glad she's sticking here in Winnipeg. Maybe a little bit of, uh, um, you know, easier workflow for her as far as time with family, especially in the summer. Uh, now, of course, working with uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Jeff Kabil is saying, uh, Jeff Hamilton it is then, I guess. Oh, there it is. I, I pulled up the wrong one uh, today. Yes, Lynn Reimer, I, I agree with you. Sarah maybe gets the Happy Honker Award. We'll see when uh, Zach jumps in here on game day after dark. I guess Jeff Hamilton it is then. Well, Jeff's inside the room and he's writing for the Winnipeg Free Press. Uh, but big shout out to the Hammer as well as Ted Lee, Ted Wyman uh, of the Winnipeg Sun who uh, joined me on a road podcast to and from the Labor Day Classic. They were awesome podcasts to do, super fun on the road with those guys. If you haven't had a chance to do it, go check them out on our YouTube channel. Let's see here. It truly is uh, after dark. I'm going to see if I can brighten things up a little bit. How's that? How's that, folks? We look a little better? Okay. Uh, good to see everybody, uh, in the live chat and, you know, like awesome turnout, uh, to just listen to me, like where the heck is Zach Schnitzer? Um, yeah, there you go. Zach's still, uh, jumping in here. He's, uh, um, on his way. I, I do believe Uh bomber fan asking to TSN hire a new Winnipeg based reporter or just not going to good question. No word on that. I have heard a little scuttlebutt, a little birdie whispering in my ear saying that uh, TSN will announce their new Jets play-by-play voice on TV, their new TSN Jets or Jets on TSN play-by-play voice in the coming days. So keep it locked for that. Um, Very much looking forward to seeing who will take over for the legendary Dennis Bayak. And it was great to hear Dennis uh, in some of those world junior games um, and international games uh, this summer. So, uh, you know, not completely retired is Dennis, but uh, wishing him the best uh, in this next chapter. Hell of a game. Yeah. Mark Legace. Great to see you, man. Uh, old college buddy uh, of mine, uh, working with him uh, with the Manitoba Bisons uh, and so many others. See, Zach, you don't even have to be on the show to get your chime in buck pierce for mayor well he might have to give a couple of these candidates uh he might give them a run uh for their money uh itchy scratchy says uh please be kirk keelback uh, i don't know if it's going to be uh kirk keelback uh, he's been uh writing about his time um 
uh, as, uh, you know, uh, play-by-play voice of Jets 1.0 and the Coyotes and the rest. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be Kirk Keelback. Uh, Attractive Cousins. Yeah, have you guys seen that YouTube video? Search Attractive Cousins Banjo Bowl on YouTube. Uh, My old college buddy, Jeremy Williams, uh, as well as Jeff Bromley, uh, Brahms of the Filthy Animals uh, of years gone by, a uh, great um, uh, lyricist uh, born and raised here in Winnipeg. Um, they've got a great song about the banjo bowl that is 10 years old this week. They wrote it uh, 10 years ago and put it up on YouTube. Great song, great one to uh, celebrate too. If you're a Bomber fan tonight following uh, just an absolutely huge win. Um a couple other people uh, chiming in with questions here. Uh, Fritchie asking if Nick Taylor is out for weeks, where do the Bombers turn? Well, who did they have today? Right? Hang on. Let me pull up the depth chart here. The Blue Bombers, with need at defensive back, they're going to look to their rookie. Uh, that's JT Hassel. Uh, who just signed this week, but a first-year player out of Florida Tech. Uh, Amazing story he is. uh, Born with uh, a birth defect in his hand. Just kind of has two fingers or parts of two fingers on his hand. Uh, Judy Owen, as well as the the son in the free press, all wrote great stories uh, on JT Hassel, uh, the Blue Bombers' new defensive back. But, you know, if, if Noel Hallett is banged up, if Nick Taylor is banged up, uh, the Blue Bombers are going to have to look towards, um, you know, uh, Tyrell Ford and Evan Holm. Uh, Ford, of course, the Canadian and uh, CFL draft pick from 2022. Evan Holm, a American from the University of North Dakota. Uh, and then, you know, th- this, is, this is the way the cookie crumbles sometimes in the Canadian Football League. I really wonder if Brandon Alexander... No longer on the six game, now on the one game injured list. Uh, if he could be close to a return, did see Carl Tanegadosi on the Blue Bombers sidelines today. Unfortunately, spotted him in a walking boot. So that tells you uh, where he would probably be in a recovery or timeline to return. Not too often. Uh, Waiters mentioning that uh, Legio punted once and it was like three minutes left. Yeah, you're right. The Bombers absolutely dominated time of possession uh, and everybody or uh, every time they touched the football, they pretty much put um, put a score on the board. Uh, Buck Pierce for mayor. Bob Man Peace says Buck Pierce for school board. Yeah, I think he could teach a lot of people in this city how to get it done. Um <laughs> it'll be uh you know i think buck pierce is really the mvp of the canadian football league right now it's been amazing to watch the evolution of the winnipeg blue bombers offense uh early in the year everybody was wondering is there a problem with the offensive line is there an issue with brady Oliveira in the run game do they need to give more touches to johnny augustine well here we are in week 14 labor day and the banjo bowl is when they always say uh the real season starts and now suddenly the blue bombers offense is an absolute juggernaut. I see a guy with a chain around his neck and looking like he's champing at the bit to get on the program here. Zach, are you locked in and ready to go? What's going on, man? 
Welcome inside the show. Everybody happy to see you, I am sure. Sorry I'm late, folks. I, I got home and my, my wife was supposed to have my son all ready for bed and they had guests over having a freaking dance party. Oh. And the guy was wired. So, but we were wired. And look at this beauty. You had now, to, eh? That's I the hottest seller. That is the hottest Everyone color. had one. Yeah. When I saw it was $40, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I have to, I can't, I can't not buy this. Well, I got, like, I got another, I got another treat for you, Zach. I've been waiting for look. you to come for this exact thing. We got a special <laughs> overlay for the Banjo Bowl edition oh, of yeah. Game Day After Dark. We can, where, how do you do your, Look at that. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, what a football a beauty. game. Zach, absolute dominance from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers offense. Great pressure from the defense. Uh, we, we've been talking uh, a lot about the offense so far on the post game here uh, as we waited with bated breath for you to join of us. Course, but, of uh, course. Let, let's get your non sober first thought. We'll get your sober <laughs> second thoughts on Wednesday night, our new night for Bonfire Midweek uh, here on the channel. But uh, your, your hey. thoughts uh, as you strolled out of the stadium tonight? Oh, you, you know, like just an absolutely huge high, Derek. I mean, the yeah. best part was was I had my daughter there. For the second year in a row, and she brought her, she brought her friend Eli and Eli's dad, and uh, you know we bought the kids a whole bunch of stuff, and they played, they played all the games of the pregame. We got to meet Gold Member. Oh man, it was it was great. We got to meet all sorts of fans. I met Casey Jones. He's an older gentleman. He's on the yep. chat here. Well, that's and like I a Ninja said, Turtles reference, well, isn't it? Casey exactly Jones? right. I said, uh, "Hey, uh, from Ninja Turtles," and then I think he was with his kids or something, and they just started howling, and he he, he had no idea what I was talking about. So, oh, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. He was probably <laughs> playing possum with you. Maybe, playing maybe. I don't know, but uh, you know, I just what a great what a great game by the Bombers. I mean, the first time they've eclipsed fifty points at IG Field, Darren. Is that got, right? Yes, I, uh, Gregory said that, and I and I was thinking that too as I left. I I don't remember us ever getting fifty points at IG Field ever. Um, a lot of other teams have scored fifty points on us in the dog days, uh, you know, in 2013, 14, 15. But yeah, just just absolute domination. I mean, Mario Alford maybe made it closer than it seemed. Ooh. Uh, I thought we had a ball game at that point. Yeah, you, really you tweet. Yeah, for sure. And and you know, the the riders did look fairly sharp, uh, you know, at the beginning, but it was just like it just seems to be the pattern of the last few banjo bowls. Darren is they just rally seem to move the ball at ease, and this was an offensive masterpiece by Buck Pierce. I, I I was in the chat earlier as my son was falling asleep and I and I went on I went on the stats, Darren. Eight or, have you ever seen a team? <laughs> yes, Love that. Right. Have you ever seen a team be 80% on second down? That like they that were just is a work up. of art, Darren. Mm -hmm. Like Buck Pierce, at, and you think about, you know, Drew Walatarski goes down early and that looks real bad, which breaks my heart. I know it breaks Sandy's heart. I mean, 
this is this is a heart and soul guy. We talked about him last night at that party, right? Like he's a guy mm. where your possession um, Zed receiver is Drew Wolitarski, right? Like you're you're in good hands. But then Brandon Lawyer Orange comes in, gets him the touchdown. I texted you, right? It's Bolo time. Right. But you know, like just with all the injuries we've had, and then Stanley Bryant even goes out for for a second there. But man, like how, what player on offense didn't get a touch tonight, right? Like it was yeah. absolutely insane. And and so nice to see Rashid Bailey get the, the sexy stats. But if you watch closely, and those of us who really re- like rewatch the games, right? Drew, uh, sorry, Rashid Bailey is a he's it's not that he's disappeared it's just that he's used in different ways mm-hmm. these guys these the, the culture of this team and i was talking to kyle walters about this last night not because he's my personal friend and i'm dropping a name he was at our party at Finn's, and i bought him a beer and i said the thing about these guys is everybody's on the same page there's no he said there's no ales in my locker room kyle said it's hard enough to win a football game without a-holes in your locker room and and what he was talking about the FIFO thing is that everybody does what they have to do to win. It doesn't matter if they're not getting receiving yards. Rashid Bailey has been blocking like a fiend. He makes tough second down catches, and tonight he got the opportunity to make something happen, and he did with that amazing arm extended uh, touchdown, which kind of awesome. blew the game wide open. Awesome play, and like how delayed it was too, because even the yeah. officials weren't. Sure. And then like, I loved how when Rashid Bailey did that, he stood up. He didn't even look back. He didn't even look back at the official. He knew he (laughs) He knew he had it right. He knew he clipped the the pylon (laughs) and just, you know, stood forward and and kind of did his flex. And uh, that, that was a a special moment. And you're right. Probably uh, one of those uh, points in the game uh, where things really turned in the blue bombers favor on that note. You did join us a little bit late, Zach, so we got to get yeah. right into it. Yeah, let's, let's go. get through our Walby's Warrior, our Westwood Wide to the right, our Happy Honker, our Bonfire Burning Point. Special tonight for TSN's uh, Sarah Leski. Yes. We'll, we'll do the Bonfire Burning Point, uh, as well as our Game Balls uh, and the rest. Uh, everybody chime in. Let's start where we always start, and that is for the greatest who's ever done it, 63. Walby's Warrior, your nomination tonight. I'm laughing because Walby and Willard Rees were standing on the south end zone, uh, like that overlook, and I went up to him, and I, I don't know how many... Uh, how many pops in, but he had no idea who I was. And I was like, Hey, I, I work with Darren. I'm on your team sort of, but uh, you're, you're way awesomer than me. He's like, yeah, okay, okay, buddy. And then he just like turned me aside. There was, there's so many people lining up to see Walby. So yeah, it was so well, funny. He gets, he He's mauled. Oh, he, he was awesome though. Willard, Willard gave me uh he gave me, he signed my Jersey right beside, uh, I don't know if you can see it. Uh, Shane Gauthier, who I thought had a great game today, by the way. You know, I think it has to be Rashid Baylor. He's not going to get my game ball because uh, I'll explain that later. But I think Rashid Baylor is the Wallabies warrior. He's a guy. It's nice. As I said, Darren, it's nice to see a guy who's super intense all the time and always does the right things. And people were questioning him because, oh, you know, where is his stats, right? Well, when you have Dalton Show and Nick Dembski, Greg Ellingson, like not everybody can get a piece of the a big piece of the pie, right? Bailey 
got his chance today and I thought he was a warrior. He stepped up when his number was called. That that yeah, like Jeff Gabillis is saying that that pose was awesome. I think that the crowd went absolutely bonkers because he's a fan favorite, right? The oh, yeah. passion he has. He's he he's like a he's like a preacher, right? And I'm Jewish, and I, you know we don't have <laughs> preachers, but I love him. I I I go to church to 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 listen to uh, Rashid Bailey. So I thought he was an absolute warrior today, and he's been a warrior all all year. But he just happened to you know to get the icing on the cake today. Uh, waiters saying Rashid is the most intense player on the team. No question mm-hmm. about that. He is is pure fire all the time in his belly um yeah. his post-game interview on the oh, broadcast yeah. oh yeah literally they're like thanks Rashid appreciate you joining us he goes thanks guys love you <laughs> <laughs> love you guys is what he said of course like, he does. That's all. he's just he is the most emotionally uh energized person you could imagine and uh when he's feeling good like the game he had today, uh, the numbers absolutely speak for themselves. Five catches on five targets, 83 yards, a touchdown, two second yard, uh, second down conversions, uh, yeah. the Superman sprawl for the touchdown, a great yeah. run with a ton of yak yards uh, on that play. Um, you know, to say, uh, love you guys, uh, at the end of it. That interview. was awesome. That's awesome. I got to listen to that. It's pretty good. Um, Everybody joining us uh, in the live chat, appreciate it. Uh, how about this? Here's a new uh, person, Ashton Gunning. Haven't hey, seen you in the live Ashton. chat before. What's going on, Ashton? Great to uh, great to have you with us. Yeah, dog uh, and doggies. There you go, making a little yes. scratch, uh, taking dogs for walks. Bailey has a lot of passion. Yeah, no, no he doubt yeah. uh, about that. Yeah, Comment. Good to see you back uh, in uh, uh, in the live chat tonight. Uh, Comment mentioning the refs in the command center were on spot today. Credit to yes. Andre Crew and the team when due. There were critical penalties. Like so often we'll say penalties told the story of the game. You could have said that tonight, but not for how we often say penalties uh, tell the story of the game. I felt penalties told the story of the game because of when they came and how impactful they were to the game. The pass yeah. interference calls, yeah. the um holding on the Saskatchewan offensive line. Uh, The challenge Mike O'Shea had for offensive pass interference. Uh, The pass interference, obviously, from uh, Derek Moncrief on Nick Dembski on a very similar-looking play. Different route. Different route than his 50-yard touchdown a week ago, but very similar. And uh, Dembski even mentioning after the game, saying, I guess he didn't want to get caught on him uh, again, uh, Dembski did also say, you know, he wish he put a foot in the ground and, and leapt up and uh, grabbed the ball. But yeah, uh, it, it was uh, it was really one of those games where you take a couple of those penalties out. And I'm not saying, you know, Saskatchewan would have been in it, but it could have been no. a very different looking game. Could have been closer. Right. But yep. even my cousin who, who who's you know, he's from the States and he, and he watches, he, he comes up to, to Canada. He has a Beautiful cottage in Westlock. He, this is halftime. We're walking to the bathroom, which was an interminable walk. I mean, my, yeah, for sure, Walby did. Um, <laughs> Walby got to meet me, one of you said. That was awesome. Um, he just said, like, Saskatchewan just takes penalties at the worst time. And I was just shouting at the – I was shouting onto the field, like, hey, Saskatchewan, remember, penalties are actually a bad thing. Like <laughs> – like every play they're taking something i i'm looking at the stats here darren a hundred 
Is it 141 yards of penalties? Even worse than last week. Yes, like, 14, 14 penalties for 141 yards for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Bombers, ch- five for 59. Yeah, I mean, that's that's more than you want from the Bombers, for sure. One, one, one is big on Dietrich Nichols, your boy. You know, he he finally has once something in the he, negative he grabbed, column. Like, he, it wasn't a yeah. face mask. He kind of grabbed under the chin. So that's going to happen. I, I don't think that was like a... a no, I know. Penalty, I, I'm right? just kidding with you, right? But like... Don't you dare talk bad about I know he's your boy he's your boy I would never the tarpaulin listen um I'm with you I'm with you Transcona Polly by the way Drew Brown will be a starter in the Canadian Football League mark my you know even his even his deep pass that was defended really well by Saskatchewan DB it was a deep corner I'm not sure who it was to I couldn't see but it was a it was a beautiful pass like uh, Brown is a good player um but yeah like they just they just take so many penalties there and uh, i know they came in apparently with food poisoning you know i don't think i don't think they know this but you actually shouldn't eat gopher especially the wild gopher mm. but yeah it's it's not a dish i would recommend but anyway well, they say mon- monkey pox is is passed by or was was kind of a what is it zootropic uh um, i don't know do not whatever it is pardon me far from an expert but um that's how it was transmitted originally to humans was through right. i think it was prairie dogs actually i'm not even kidding is that oh, well, look at that right prairie dogs but um we were the prairie dogs tonight and and bailey had the biggest bite who was who was your warrior uh okay so i'm i'm going to name my warrior with anticipation of who i'm going to give my game ball to Okay, so my warrior tonight was Zach Kolaris. He was on the money all night long. Uh, 21 to 25 passing. Uh, What did he have? Almost 200 yards through the air. Or sorry, almost 300 yards. 273 was a clean sheet for him too. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. An immaculate 158.3 quarterback efficiency rating. That is a perfect score. Um, And just... The passes he missed were really, really good passes. You know, he he wasn't off the mark at all no. today. And to face the same team two weeks in a row and play as crisp and sharp as Zach Kolaris did, he clearly put in the work uh, this past week to ensure he was doing what he needed to do in the entire offense, really, right? Um, helps when Brady Oliveira averages 5.5 uh, yards per carry. Uh, he also had two catches for 19 yards today, uh, one for 10 and one for nine. Uh, and then Dakota Prukop, um, you could almost give him a Walby's warrior because when yeah. he steps into the game, he makes things happen. Uh, nearly uh, completed a pass when they kept him in yes. on down. Uh, love that dynamic that he yeah. brings. Yeah. Uh, I put out a Twitter uh, poll earlier tonight. I'm going to try to find it. I asked people what Dakota Prukop is. Is he uh Streveler light? Is he diet Streveler or is he headed North Dakota? Like Dakota Prukop, of course, you know, like, is he only headed North, like North Dakota straight North? That's what I called him. Uh, maybe I was fighting <laughs> for that one uh, right now. So as of right now, 34% like him being called straight North Dakota, uh, 24% like Streveler light 
And I'm with the 41% uh, out of about 100 votes right now on my Twitter page uh, saying Diet Streveler is Dakota Prukop. Uh, head over to my Twitter right now, at Darren Bombing, and uh, you will be able to uh, vote on that. What, what's what's your call? Do you like, uh, what nickname do you like for Dakota Prukop? Oh, no, I I, uh, I tried a really bad joke earlier on, and I uh, it was... Uh... He ran North Dakota, he ran South Dakota, and uh, nobody got it. I think I just didn't deliver it well, but I've always called mm-hmm. him North Dakota. Yeah. I, I I thought his play, Darren, on so, so he comes in at second and four. I think it was one of the first drives of the game in the first quarter. And I look over at Steve. Uh, Steve's on here, Steve Berea, and our buddies Logan and David, and uh, who sit behind me and beside me. And, and I say to them, like, did you notice Prukop is in on second and four? They're like, yeah, interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, like he fooled the heck out of me. I thought he'd pass. I thought he'd handed it off to to Brady Oliveira. And sure enough, he's going, you know, he, uh, what a great play call. Like Buck Pierce. But I think, I think Prukop may have a better arm than Streveler relative to when Streveler was here. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't seen him pass enough. Accuracy. He's yeah. he's more like he run, runs more like a gazelle, and and Straveler ran ran more like a bison, like a rhino, <laughs> or a yeah. rhino, you know. So I I haven't seen enough of Prukop. I, he, he's if if Straveler is a power back, then this guy's more of a scat back, but he's big too. So I don't know. I I think I don't think we've seen the ceiling of of Prukop. I think he's a, he's a really interesting uh, player that I that I want to see. You know, I want to see what happens with him as as he uh, develops, Darren. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I think he's uh, the Bombers' quarterback stable as it stands today, the strongest it has been in yeah, a generation. Absolutely, maybe longer. Um, even like you look at the Matt Nichols, Zach Kolaris, um, Chris Streveler, like. Nichols was hurt, right? So he wasn't even yeah. dressing. It was Sean McGuire and Drew Brown kind of hanging out. Uh, but the way Drew Brown can come in uh, and play clean football and, and you know, throw touchdowns and, and the rest and what Dakota Prukop brings is that, uh, you know, change of pace, uh, smack you in the mouth, short yardage, but can also go over the top and make things happen. Uh, and then, for my money, as it stands today, the best quarterback in the CFL in, in Zach Kolaris. Oh, absolutely. Really yeah, the, something. He was People so asking, sharp, Darren. 84%, I believe. Yeah. Or 80, you know, it's just like. That's right. Yeah, 21 to 25, 84%. Unbelievable. Uh, that's that's the kind of math I can do. 21 to 25, yeah, 80, 84%. I can, I can do that math. <laughs> I looked People it up earlier, for, buddy. Uh, pardon me? I looked it up earlier. It's not you that it, it up, came right? out of my ass. Uh, people asking for an update as the Winnipeg Gold Eyes are in the playoffs, uh, facing oh. Fargo Moorhead Redhawks. That series, it's a best of three series tied one apiece. Well, they're in the bottom of the sixth at Newman Outdoor Field in Fargo, and it's a 3 3 ball game. Uh, really tough to see, uh, the Gold Eyes lose their MVP, league MVP this year, Max Scherzer. No, not Max Scherzer. Is that your guy? <laughs> no, I could give two craps about baseball. Sorry, guys. Sorry, baseball well, fans. I'm just saying the gold eyes are worth giving a crap about. Oh, yeah. Gold eyes for sure. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just talking about MLB. I mean, okay. how can you well, get hey, into a sport whatever you say negative Nelly. 62 games? No game matters, right? Like, oh whatever you say negative now. Okay, we're getting off track here. We're getting off track. So we've got our we've done our Wallabies Warrior. Let's do our Westwood wide to the right. And it's you crapping on baseball. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's me. Uh, and Greg's going to give it to me, you know. But my mm. Westwood wide to the right, there's two. One is obvious, and that's the penalties. I mean, you... you People who think that cutting Garrett Marino was going to change anything in that locker room, give me a freaking break. That that was CFL man. I'm like I could almost guarantee you there was a phone call, right? There was a phone call from the league office, and you can you could argue whether that was appropriate or not, and what kind of precedent that sets, right? But it happened. I I actually regard just as a quick digression. I have a good friend, uh, one of my favorite people, who's a big fan of the show, Caitlin, and she uh, she could, she was going to come with me to the game, but but we couldn't make it work. I got her a jersey, number nine. She uh, she's a speech pathologist, and she she's like one of the smartest people, or probably the smartest person I know, um, and had gave me a really interesting take on Marino. Like you you talked about Darren that the the media isn't really talking to him because he can't really articulate himself. She said a lot of people who have speech problems and cognitive problems, they become very like sociopathic because they encounter all these problems. And I just thought, you know, on the one hand, I just hate what this guy has done. Like, you know, um, I think I forget who I was listening to They were, They didn't like the fact that Marino is not going to be signed in the CFL again because they're taking away his livelihood. Right. But then I'm thinking he took away Jeremiah Masoli's livelihood. So it's well-deserved, but I just hope this guy gets the help he needs because I think there's something else going on there. Um, anyway, I, that's a good digression, but not a good digression. I don't know, whatever. I'll take a shot. The other, so, oh, so, so, so it's the penalties. Right. And it's like, Mm-hmm. that's the culture, right? You don't take selfish penalties. The The Bombers are all about winning and loving who's next to them and playing who's next to them for and, and respecting the coach. And, you know, you think that there's sometimes they want to take selfish penalties, of course, but they don't. And if they do, like if Rutledge is offside and loses us the game against Montreal, he's on point the next day, right? So... There's no wide to the right for the Bombers. And then the other one is kind of a funny one. And and Eric uh, Hjorlifsen, I hope I'm saying your name right, Eric. He had a good one. <laughs> one of the refs <laughs> threw a pick on Willie Jefferson. Did you see that, Darren? That oh, the ref didn't get out of the way. Jackson, and, yeah, on Jackson. Or was it Jeffco? Yeah. <laughs> and that was right after, uh, I think it was Logan or David had said, no, no, like, uh, uh, um, Andre Pru, like we like Andre Pru, but his crew is the worst in the league. And I, I, I never thought of it that way because Pru, Pru gets a bad rep, Darren, because he's francophone and sometimes he stumbles over his words. But this is his second language. He, this guy is always the Grey Cup ref, or often, right? He's a very good ref, but he's the most I, accomplished official yeah. in, in the CFL. Yeah. So I mean. I just thought the ref throwing a block on a guy like Jeff Coat was pretty funny, and luckily it didn't have any impact on the game. But uh, that was another another wide to the right. I'm glad to say my wide to the right wasn't people doing the wave or being noisy on offense. Nobody did the wave till it was well in hand. So, so there you go. What about you, buddy? Uh, 
So I don't think Jackson Jeffcoat would have caught Cody Fajardo there. I'm just saying. I, I get. All right, movie. all right. This was just all jokes. Come on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Max Murphy. Thank you, everybody out there. Uh, that Who's is Max the Murphy, Winnipeg Gold Eyes MVP, who oh, got okay. uh, injured pretty. It was pretty nasty uh, in Game One of that uh, playoff series, but. Um, just a phenomenal player and uh, unfortunate the gold eyes had to go without him, but we'll keep an eye on that gold eyes game for, uh, uh, for everybody. There's Casey there. Jones. Oh, we got Casey. Casey Jones I know you have a goalie mask in your closet. We know your story. Casey Jones. Here's a burning Casey Jones. We were just talking about you. And the I know. Turtles. The um, Steve, oh, sorry. That was Steve. Steve was saying this crew was awful. And then he threw well, I have a wide to the right. I mean, I'll, I'll change the, the nature of the award a little bit for tonight. Um, I hate to see a team get decimated by a bug or bad shellfish or whatever. Um, but I hated to see a half dozen riders unable to play in the game. Yeah. Uh, not about, you know, competitive advantage or, you know, I don't like the green guys or anything I want everybody who's able to play on the field able to play, and they weren't able to do that tonight. Was it the deciding factor? No, I don't think so. Keenan Schaefer-Baker wasn't in the lineup tonight. Josiah St. John on the offensive line, um, they they did okay. Uh, I think Winnipeg just played extremely well tonight. Yeah, and, it was um, sharp, right? But that's my wide to the right. Just whatever was cooking uh in in, uh in the riders locker room well and i think the players would echo that darren right like uh, that's a fair point they want to play the best version of the opponent that that they have absolutely do i think Um, it would have made a difference in this game i just think like you just said i think the bombers were they they were executing at such a high level man mm -hmm. that i don't think anything would have beat them tonight they were just so on point they were so sharp the only yeah did marino cook them a farewell meal scott roger (laughs) rifle up buddy um what was i gonna say i i was i was sidetracked by that hilarious comment (laughs) i don't even know man Uh, they they were just so sharp darren and it's just uh, the Bombers, you know, they were seven and a half favorites, came down to seven on SIA.com slash bonfire. By the way, get in there. And I didn't I didn't bite on it. I, I thought it would be a close game. The, the way last I thought it would went. be a close game until I saw how many riders were out. And then I'm like, yeah, the crowd is going yeah, to be a yeah, factor. Yeah. Um, you know, the offensive line is already beat up and they're losing another guy. I'm just like, I don't think. I think something like that can affect a team between the ears, you know, like, Oh, we got to go into Winnipeg and they're the best team in the league. And the crowd is going to be bonkers and our offense isn't playing very well. And now we're missing some guys and yeah, like it can get Fair into point. the psyche, especially on an undisciplined team like Saskatchewan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I went to SIA.com slash bonfire and uh, I took advantage and did just fine. Thank you very much. Uh, head on over there right now. You can uh, get a nice bonus uh, yeah. when you sign up through this link. SIA.com slash bonfire. 100% up to 500 bucks. Uh, you can yeah, get baby. there. Um, do Hi, Richard, to- by the way. Hi, Richard. To- nice to meet you today. Do need to mention this. 
Um, the Winnipeg Rifles play tomorrow at 11 a.m. So ride your high right now, Bombers fans. Head on down to Eastside Eagles Field, uh, 723 London Street, right next to Kildonan East Collegiate. It's a special time. Normally they kick off at 1 p.m. Tomorrow they kick off at 11 a.m. with the number seven nationally ranked uh, Calgary Colts in town. The Winnipeg Rifles have a quarterback that reminds me legit reminds me of Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. He is a big, strong armed passing quarterback that can tuck the ball and put his shoulder into a linebacker. You want to see this kid play. His name is Bryson McNeely. Where's number nine. I think he's second in the country right now in passing behind uh, Carter Shuchuk of the Regina Thunder. Um, The Prairie Football Conference is the dominant conference in Canadian junior football today. Much better than Ontario. Uh, I think they're better, and a lot of people would argue with me, but um, I I think year over year it shows and who comes away with the championship. Uh, I think the Prairie Conference is stronger than BC. You want to see these guys play. They are the Canadian Football League players of tomorrow. Head on down to Eastside Eagles Field. Tickets are 15 bucks. Seniors, 10 bucks. Bring the kids. Everybody under 18 enters free. If you can't make it down to the game, I heard Chris Walby might be coming to the game. Pat Newfield was at the game a couple weeks ago in Winnipeg when the Rifles knocked off the number two nationally ranked Saskatoon Hilltops with a dramatic win in the fourth quarter. Bryson McNeil leads the team down the field, game-winning field goal with 36 seconds remaining. Uh, And then the defense gets a stop. When they were trying to tie it, if you can't head down to the game and hang out with me and Chris Walby uh, and, uh, you know, other bomber players that are there often go to CJFLTV.com. You can watch the live broadcast uh, from your phone, from your computer, on your smart TV, uh, wherever you may be. But you definitely want to get down there and watch some uh, great football with the Winnipeg Rifles Junior Program. Um, So. Uh, we, we've gone through the, I guess we got to get to our happy honker, right, Zach? Uh, yeah. Then our bonfire burning point game balls. Yeah. You want to do happy honker? You start this time, brother. Oh, I'm giving it to Sarah Orleski. No question. She deserves it. She deserves so much more than that. But, uh, in, in the, the, uh, you know, in, in the, oh gosh, why is the word escaping me? Um, in the spirit of the happy honker award i think it's well deserved for sarah uh she is just awesome we we, we've gone on and on about sarah leski and how great she is uh on camera on tsn and then off camera and the type of person she is great to see her get the recognition uh she deserves very classy move by wade miller and the blue bombers organization getting her uh, a jersey and an autographed helmet and then zach kalaris gave her the game ball after the game uh, nice. doing this game interview which was nice uh, that's cool. awesome so uh yeah happy honker sarah leski no question so i mean i of course give her mine but but i'm gonna i'm just gonna give mine to you someone else just to mix it up and it's gonna be carol barrett I call her the, some people call her the bomber mom. I think it's a bit gendered, but I, I call her the the bomber. Uh, she's my fairy godmother. Uh, she's made things happen for me uh, as a fan. Uh, uh, and I and it's her birthday today. So I just want to oh, wish Carol birthday, a happy Carol. birthday. I love Carol. She's she the heart and soul of this team. If it wasn't for her, like she's, her hands are at the wheel, right? So 
Carol is just awesome, and, and she works so well with Wade Miller, and she was there last night at our Finn McCool's pre-banjo party. I missed uh, her there. Party. Uh, yeah, I think she had to run, and uh, she's just a gem, so I'm going to give her my happy honker. And if I could give another happy honker, I'll just go honk, honk. I just think the fans at, at IG Field are so respectful. And I brought my daughter and I brought, she's only seven. She brought her friend who's seven. And they're just, they're, they're respectful to kids, right? Like I saw them giving my daughter high fives when she didn't know what was going on. And like, you know, people were just smiling at her. And Sandy, if, if you're on here today, Sandy made her a beautiful craft, a, a, a diamond studded unicorn, Darren, to put on her backpack. And I just, it's, I just love the fans that they're, they're so aware of little ones and, and making sure they have a great time. And, and I know, uh, our friends Reaper and Vixen sort of lead that charge. And by the way, thank you to them and our friend Trev Dirty Bird for last night, putting all the work in. If, if, if you didn't make it come next year, if you can to the pregame, uh, banjo bowl party on, on the night before on the Friday, we, we just had a blast. So, and there were some pretty good prizes given away. Uh, mm-hmm. someone, someone got to have a, uh, a special, uh, no, I was, I was going to make us really, really disgusting joke about me <laughs> giving out something inappropriate. Anyway. Um, yes, those are our happy honkers. So bonfire burning point. Um, uh, I think tough one. I, <laughs> that is a so, tough one. I, I'm honestly because I'm a I'm a super fan and I'm obsessed and I'm superstitious. I'll tell you one thing. I went to the store when I bought this beautiful chain today, which I couldn't resist. We bought my daughter's friend uh, uh, a hat and a That's couple nice. other things, and I got my daughter a scrunchie set. You know, because she needs a bomber a bomber scrunchie set, and and she put the pink one on for the game, and she had it on upside down, Darren. We were up 13 nothing, and then I noticed she had it on upside down, and that's when the riders, uh, they they drove down for that touchdown to make it, I believe, 13-7, so to make it actually a game, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, sweetie, you, you got to put that on right side up. I don't like this, and, and I know it had a, it had a, it had an impact on the game, so I don't know how to put on a scrunchie, so it took me about five minutes. But I finally got the scrunchie on, and from then on, it was over, buddy. It was over. We scored on every freaky possession. I think save oh. one, we punted. That's my no. My burning point is is like I don't know the first drive when they just sliced through Saskatchewan. My God, like I don't know if there was a burning point, but uh, I just like the kickoff, <laughs> like. They so Zach, Adam on the mat, buddy. I, I got to get into this with you, man. Do like, it. Exactly how superstitious are you during the game? <laughs> like that's some weird stuff, man. Like I was a goalie growing up. Okay, when I wasn't playing football, I was playing hockey and and, and some other sports. I was superstitious in how I put my equipment on and tapping the post and that sort of thing. But you're a fan in the stands, and you got all of these like superstitions and and. Uh, traditions and 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 habits that you do like what's oh, going yeah. on man well i think a lot of us fans have it i was talking to no, a guy no, last no, no, night no, no. no they no, do no. they do i was talking about uh <laughs> i was talking to a guy last night at finn mccool's right he said uh 
You know, I I, I didn't <laughs> counseling help, says <laughs> Andrea Kohach. I love that. It does help. Counseling helps. I'm a counselor. Uh, hold on, my 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 charger fell apart again here. Hold on. Oh, is that a superstition too? Yeah. Oh man, exactly. I, I used to be I used to be oh, way worse. It. It's like um uh on game day, um I, I I used to be I used to be worse, but I get so nervous and it's like um you know, there'll be like a piece of fluff on the ground. I'll be like, I have to piece, pick that piece of fluff up or the bombers are going to lose. It's just like that's weird a little, stuff. That's like, a little OCD. It's a little OCD. It's gotten better because I've, I've had kids and I, I just don't even have the mental space to pay attention to that stuff. But there's still times where, you know, <laughs> I'll be like if I, I used to tape the games, I'd PVR them. And then if I said a, a word wrong in the in a book I was reading to my daughter, I'd have to repeat it. <laughs> And get it right, you know. So it's just like because it's like it's that OCD thing where you have no control and you you, you know you just you can't tolerate uncertainty. So you 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 have this false sense of control by you know having these weird rituals, right? The best one ever was the 2016 um, Western semifinal, and Jonathan Jennings was marching on us. We'd been up about I think 26. What was it? We were up huge on BC in that game when it, uh, with Matt Nichols. He had that big monster game. Ryan Smith had a touchdown. And um, uh, who else? Like, Dressler uh, had a great a great game. And they they were marching on us, and I just had this feeling that they were the, the defense was going to lose. Sorry, waiters. And I did the sign of the cross. And I'm Jewish. And my dad's parents are like Holocaust survivors. It oh took my- everything in him not to cuff me on the back of the head. 24-6 waiters. That's right. And uh, yeah, so so it's gotten better over the years. It's gotten better over the years. But, boy, oh uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm sure there's people out there like me. Come on, someone on the chat. Come on. Yeah, no, people have been chiming in on the live chat about their superstitions. I'm kind of like uh, Jeff Kabila's. Uh, you went all left first when you put your equipment on. I always went all right first. Uh-huh, you uh, see. When I, when I put my equipment on. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I had some superstitions. But, like, if you're a fan in the stands or you're, um, you know, like, just watching on, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like those people that say like, you know, like, oh, I can't watch because when I watch, they start losing. And then if I don't watch, they're going to win. And come on. No, it makes no logical sense. But when your anxiety is high, you don't think straight. And if you your this- anxiety is that bad. Release yourself from it and say, of course, I have no effect on this. <laughs> right. It's like, not that like, easy, what, Darren. What do they say? Like, like you've got emotion mind and yeah. uh, uh, rational, rational mind. mind. Right? Yep. And then you bring those two together and you get wise mind. If you want to be wise, balance that emotional superstition with rationalization. Like what's actually real? Yeah. You know what's Just real? Saying. We are together, Darren. We make wise mind. My friend yes, Fede came with me to the game. Him and his son. He's a psych nurse. We were talking about this in another context. Um, yep. Hashtag DBT. Your rational mind. I'm emotional mind, and together we make wise Ooh. mind. So <laughs> right. there you go. I, like I thought that. that was super cool. I like but, that. Who said that? Uh, my friend Fede. Very smart oh, is that guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Very Just cool. Like, 
he's a psych nurse. Well, he's not a psych nurse, but he's a nurse who's who's psyched. He knows a lot about psych. Okay. Doing his um, master's degree. He's bomb, a smart man. Bomber fan watching live on YouTube says Craig Dickinson <laughs> equals not wise mind. Yeah, I mean, uh, things seem to be slipping between his fingers there. Oh, uh, he's, he's gonna he's long. he's done. He I have no doubt in my mind, Darren, he's done after this year. I mean, yeah. he and he inherited a really good team from Chris Jones. We're gonna see some new head coaches. Yeah. We're gonna see some some new head coaches next year. I, I don't think the Elks are gonna be one of those teams. I no. think Ottawa is gonna be one of those teams. Could I be. think I don't know though, dude. Ottawa's kind of turning it around with Nick R. I know they lost, but no, come on, man. They had the game to win and and it was like I don't understand the play calling. Like, go back and watch the fourth quarter. I do not understand. I will. I haven't watched the game, actually, so this is all news to me. Yeah. Um, Okay, so my bonfire burning point, and and somebody else mentioned this earlier, that the Bolo touchdown, the Brennan O'Leary orange, first touchdown of his career, that capped a nine-play, 60-yard drive that made it 37-20. I'm going to go one series before that and to a play that turned a Saskatchewan touchdown mm. into a field goal. And that was uh, Cody Fajardo uh, run of 14. Nick Hallett hit him and then they threw the flag. And then after some conversation, they picked the flag up and uh, just gave the 14 yard run to Fajardo. Uh, that could have set them up right on the doorstep. Uh, Kieran, sorry, I've been saying his name wrong. Kyron Moore swerve. They call him. That's probably why they call him that. He had a a touchdown negated by a holding penalty on Evan Johnson on the offensive line. Uh, Jackson Jeffcoat then had a 13-yard pushback sack. uh, And then uh, uh, Shaq Evans, an 11-yard catch that made it a little bit more of a manageable 34-yard field goal. 11 plays on that drive for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. But that made it 30-20. If they were able to get a touchdown there because of Kyron Moore or because of a penalty to Nick Hallett that could have set them up uh, with a short yardage uh, shot. That would have been a one score game late in the second quarter. Yeah. So uh, midway, midway late kind of, you know, in there somewhere. Uh, So that's my bonfire burning point. Uh, The, the flag that they picked up and then the next play, or I think it was one play later, uh, the, the Kyron Moore touchdown negated by the holding penalty on the offensive line. Um, I like that, Darren. I think that's a solid pick. Thanks. And and and, and Thank nice. You. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I respect you, buddy. I, no, I you don't. <laughs> don't lie to the hundreds watching out there. That's not true. I'm hey. kidding. I I met your mother-in-law last night. I was yes, t- you I, did. I she is such a lovely person. Yeah, she's like, awesome. So nice man. to meet her, and she kept saying all these things about like what you think of me and all this stuff. Really? I, I wasn't there her. for that. My ears are burning. What did she say? I don't know if I, I, know if I believe her. Oh, I believe her. Uh, uh, Sarah doesn't mince words. She's not one to butter someone up. She's, she's a straight shooter. I won well, I the freaking great cup with that woman. Oh my God. I think what people were really surprised uh, to learn at the prayer rivalry bash last night was that you and I have only known each other for a matter of weeks. Yeah, really? You could count it in weeks if you want to. You'd probably count it in months. But like you and I didn't know each other in like what? April? May? Yeah. yeah. I think we met I, in May, right? Well, I had you on I had you on my podcast uh I think in like March or February to set up the set up the uh the sure. draft or something. Not the draft, the like um, I got, 
a lot of people like not but you would you know whatever that was that was much Lots of people call me to be on their podcast. Like people I, I don't know, like jump on this radio May. station and where. Yeah, sure. totally. No problem. May, right? I think we met actually. Yeah. But That's some crazy. people are calling us twins last night. We got the beard. And you're the you're finally bringing the beard. I don't have the, I don't have the eye black smeared all over my face. Like It's you not do. eye black. It was, I found, I actually shouldn't have picked it up, but it was disgusting. But I, I found it on the ground. It was some. Uh, you found it, what on the ground? <laughs> it was some face paint and it has the blue yellow blue on it as stripes that i and i put it on and yeah what? why are you picking that up off the ground like you I literally know. i was so daughter. like it's so cool oh, how wait, wait hang on how old is your daughter seven. Oh, i thought she was six okay seven she's seven her friend with her is six or seven and they're watching dad pick something up off the ground and smear it on his face i never called myself a good dad sheesh anyway <laughs> Listen, your burning point is solid. I think I think another good one might be when Alford when Alford gets the kick return touchdown. Right, all of a sudden it's it's a bit more of a game. I don't remember the score at that point. Maybe it was back to I think they were winning what twenty seven ten at half, and all of a sudden twenty seven seventeen or something. Yeah. I forget. Yeah, the, but, yeah, that's right. And and so all of a sudden it's a game, right? And then the bombers they don't score a touchdown after that but they just keep marching and and they they kick a field goal. Of course I am. It is war paint. Thank you, Greg. Some yeah, people they, are chipping you and some people goal. say you're their hero. Zach picks up chewed gum. I sure I'm hope polarizing. Like you're you what? Know, polarizing? Yes. Polarizing. polarizing. But polarizing. like I don't understand the people that polarize, you know, are on the pole against you. I really don't understand those people. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't be against me. You're either with me, or you're, or you're, or you're with me. me, or you're wrong. <laughs> I don't pick up chewed gum. Okay, that's gross, and I would never put chewed gum under a seat. Let me tell you that. Yeah, that's no, I, worse. I think Comet says it well here. If you grab gum from under your seat and eat it, then I'd be concerned. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. I'm with you there. Comet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jeff Kabilis. He always says it as it is. No f's <laughs> given. Pick a Wolby burger off the ground, smear it on his face. Yeah, you know, hey, your true passion, Zach Schnitzer, uh, as an objective observer and fan of football, but objective observer of this game uh, and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, I love having a passionate fan that is knowledgeable and locked in and in tune uh, like you are because we just have a ton of fun here uh, on game day after. We dark. certainly do, my friend. What do love we got work. next? Uh, what we got uh, our game balls. No, no, we wait, wait. What do we got here? We 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 ball? really got to write this. <laughs> we have we have that we have the we did the happy honker burning point, Walby's warrior, Western. What? Yeah, I guess we've done it all. So we get we get the game balls, eh? Let's get to hey, it, folks. What are the game balls? What do you guys think? Who's your player of the game out there today? Lots of uh, uh, potential picks. For me, it's yeah. There's so many. I mean, there's Dembski. There's there's Bailey. There's uh, uh, Shone who gets what? I think he tied a, a a rookie record for the Bombers with a tenth, and yeah. now he's the league leader, tenth touchdown. Somebody there's chimed in the, earlier and said that's held by somebody. 1953 named Neil Armstrong. Yeah, I, I thought wonder, that was a joke. Yeah the astronaut yeah right right but uh yeah Dembski I thought was absolutely phenomenal both running the ball and catching the ball Jeff I want to hear people's thoughts on this you worried nah. about leg 
Well, it'd be interesting if this was a close game. Yes, I think nobody's even thinking about it. I think Darren, though, for me, it has to go. It has to be a tandem one with Zach Kalaris being perfect. He's literally perfect tonight, and I think some of that we got. We got not literally, like actually perfect. Actually, okay, fine, Mister Mister. Seemingly perfect. He's perfect. Somebody was mentioning earlier that that I I, I described uh, anxiety as not how it works. I said leave that to Zach, the the trained okay. certified counselor. I'm, I'm the certified I'm, in I'm something. the words guy, right? I'm the English guy, so not literally perfect, but uh, he was seemingly perfect, uh, figuratively, <laughs> figuratively. Just but he was you know eighty four percent, four touchdowns, twenty one to twenty five, so on point, so patient in the pocket, running outside the pocket. The guy can do it all, man. Like he can sit back there like a Ricky Ray. He can extend the play. He can he can call an audible. He's just he's such a competitor, man. And I know we talk about him every game. Six point nine yards on first down for the Bombers was huge. You get that kind of production. It was double what Saskatchewan had on first down. We really contained Frankie Hicks and it kept except for a couple explosions. I just think Buck Pierce called an absolutely brilliant game. He did his film study. He had these guys ready to go, and they just had to execute. And Zach Kalaros, I just I have to give it to him. He was absolutely brilliant. You throw four touchdowns. That's it's akin to the hey Vicky. That's akin to the game he had in BC, Darren, where yep. he was just brilliant. And he's the MOP. And quite frankly, right now it's not even close. With Rourke down, it's not even close. I, I, if I had to vote today, and even if I had to, like, if I had to vote today, presuming it's the end of the year, Nathan Rourke is my top Canadian. Yeah. And Zach he has Clark, to get something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's absolutely brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. The, the guy is what? Now twenty nine and three, and it should be thirty and two if if Legio doesn't miss those two kicks, right? Like, sure. it's insane. He's he's such a winner, man. Yeah, no, that that's what he is. He just wins. He just wins. He finds a way to win. There, you know, he won a game this year going forty three percent passing, right? In Edmonton, of all. Places. I know, I know. So, right? so, so, Kolaris gets my number one game ball. Buck Pierce gets a game ball. Good choice and for me. Willie Jefferson and Jackson Jeffcoat both get game balls. Particularly Willie Jefferson gets that fumble. He basically, that's when my daughter and I did the Schnitzer stair climb. We both did it. We did nice. Yeah, yeah, we both did it, and That's uh, nice that moment for father daughter. Yes, father daughter, the best, and um, yeah, just just great for Willie Jefferson, mind you. He's playing against a Swiss cheese O line, but hey, listen, you play who you get, and uh, it was just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, just- yeah, bomb. Bomber fans had some good comments in the live chat tonight. Don't even know who the second best QB in the league is. Jake Mayer yeah. looking pretty average versus Edmonton. Kolaris and everyone else with Rourke down. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a shame Jeremiah Masoli's season. Yeah, Masoli was looking good. Let's not uh, go on and on as we have uh, about uh, how that happened. Uh, Kolaris is a magician. Yeah, Cuppers, I, I, I'm with you there for sure. Um, what's the T-Pain song for Kolaris, waiters? I would like to know. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, all I do is win, 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 no matter oh, what. Oh, yeah, we like that. Mm, yeah, I, I pulled that out. Uh, Zach Houdini Kolaris. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bob, man. Uh, well put. Uh, why not Nick Dembski as top Canadian? Absolutely. If he continues to put up, you know, triple digit total yards for the rest of the season. Yeah, he's going to be, I mean, Nathan Rourke was just so unbelievably oh. dominant. He well, and Darren, ass. yeah, and, and then you look everyone's at ass, how, except and when you, I know we don't do an MVP in the CFL, we do an MOP, but there's, there's no more illustrative example. Look at the difference between the BC Lions now and with Nathan Rourke. I mean, they're really basically what a 500 team now at best. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's actually quite sad and. I don't think Vernon Adams is going to take them over the top. I think he'll he'll help them a little bit, but you know that's maybe a talk for Wednesday. But mm. the the Rourke injury is a real tragedy for this league, and uh, it, it's I'm it's quite sad that happened. Yeah, it's it's a shame. A shame. Uh, who's you? Who are your? Yeah, so Jefferson. I thought Jeffcoat were just absolute animals. So I, you I gave like, it to Kolaris? Pierce. Kolaris, Buck Pierce, uh, Nick Dembski gets a game ball. I mean, so many guys could get a yeah, game no, man. ball. You, you give a lot, a lot of game balls. I'm just going to I'm, I'm just one. free. free. And the, you know, the other thing I'll say is I forgot this for my happy honker, but you already mm. had Terrell. Uh, you already had, what is his name? Terrell Parker. Who's getting picked on on the field side of the DB. Jamal Parker. Jamal, yeah. Terrell Parker. Terrell Parker was a guy back in the uh, 20... 2012 season i think he had the most tackles on the team and and then he got injured and we never saw him again yeah oh, Terrell Parker. yeah yeah Yeah, look look it up uh with what's his who was who was the dc back then who became oh. the coach who tim burke tim burke yeah greatest quote in uh, blue bombers head coaching history in my, in you can't my win the kentucky derby with the mule baby was that what no. you were thinking of well no that's a good one my favorite uh quote from tim burke is is the um, the uh, Arab Spring was happening in Egypt, and he a blue bomber said something stupid on Twitter. It was like 2013. Twitter was kind of new. Uh, players were going bonkers with it and and just getting a little loose lipped. And he said, "Twitter is the bane of the world, except <laughs> Egypt." As the Arab Spring was going oh down, and, and Twitter God. was really the only way they were able to to get along. That's incredible. Oh yeah, Vicky Short. Yeah, O'Shea's challenge. How could I not be like Oprah giving away game balls tonight, folks? They won. They scored the most points ever at IG Field. Yeah. At the Banjo Bowl, and I'm wearing this chain. Come on. Yeah, you, you look ridiculous. I come on. How could I not be overly excited? How if I was I a not? fan, I'd probably want one of those chains. I don't know if I'd wear it a lot. I think I would just kind of hang it. The hang bar it store, the margin they made on these chains. Like, what's the I mean, really it was. Home? I mean, really, it was a donation to the Bombers organization. Buddy. Uh, you get a tax receipt? My wife sees it. She's like, you know, that probably, you know, it's probably cost them, what, like a buck to make those, if that. But you got to yeah. have one of these. And my daughter's friend, he's kind of a basketball guy, and he he has a he has sort of a sideways black hat, and a black sort of NBA shirt, and uh, he was wearing the chain with his with his basketball shoes. He he was amazing. That was incredible. But uh, yeah, too many game balls to give out. I mean, just everybody oh, on the you team. Gave, 
you gave away too many game balls. I gave away two. Now, someone said that I was like Oprah. I'm gonna I am gonna be sleeping with this Towzen. Uh the other thing I just wanted to say about Jamal Parker, you know, he's a guy that you knew they were gonna pick on on the on that field side, Darren. And then you see Nick Taylor go down, and, and I really, I really hope that's not a bad one. But it looked bad. And we are really getting thin at DB. Like Brandon Alexander couldn't back, come back at a at, at a better time. But Evan Holm was back there. And I thought, you know, those guys, they didn't get embarrassed. And uh, listen. It helps when you got those big boys up front. It certainly does, right? But I, I was happy that, that they didn't get burnt. And, and you know, I do want to say, I know I'm going on and on here, but to see Noah Hallett fight so hard to get back yeah. in to the game to get back talking about him before you jumped on and then to get hurt right away and you saw his brother he just his brother just walked right by him and couldn't even look at him and just shook his head i think he was just so upset um but good news for brandon alexander he was when that flag went on roughing the passer on fajardo that was picked up good good job by the command center for once doing their job Brandon Alexander, when the call was reversed, was like jumping up and down and, and uh, you know, he was moving well. So I, I think we'll see him back pretty soon. Kyrie Wilson also, there's no there's no hardware on his legs. If it's a lower, uh, lower body injury, Darren, he's walking around in street clothes. There's no brace. There's no cast. There's no walking boot. Anyway, I'll go. Uh, what What is this? Hey, just, uh, Sorry, Brooks. No. I understand it's informal use. Like, do you know the word nice? The word nice used to mean nasty. Like, quit being so nice all the time. It would mean if, like, you're kind of a rude person. Really? Yes. And through the years, it uh, it evolved into being nice. Really? You know, it's kind of like, you know, if something's stupid good. Right? Mm. Like, the Bombers offense tonight was stupid good. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't. They weren't stupid. They were stupid good. Uh, I digress. <clears throat> you take a shot, Mr. Uh, Can I give my game ball now? Or are you going to, like, take them all? Um, no, I'll <laughs> share. You can have one game ball, okay? I, I, you I only, only get one, one Mr. Bombing. I only want one game ball, Zach. I'm giving. And you only need one. You can have the others, okay? And And keeping in mind that one of your game balls went to Zach Kolaris, and he gave it. To Sarah Orleski. So that's yeah. Um, my game ball tonight goes to a man who uh, was just impactful when he needed to be and led the way. And I think he played his best game of the year. And that is Willie Jefferson. Three mm. tackles, two sacks, including a strip sack of Cody Fajardo uh, that was recovered by Jackson Jeffcoat. Uh, Willie Jefferson came to play today. And he gets my game ball. A lot of guys deserving of game balls today. Dakota Prukop, I think, uh, you know, uh, maybe a, a honorable mention. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to give it to to Willie Jefferson. Just one ball today because you gave away a half dozen. Oprah. I have so many balls, and I gave them all away. Way to go. <laughs> uh, well, geez, like I almost feel like that's it. 
No, we can't. We got to go for a few more minutes. Come on. <laughs> you got your sun down and you're just fired up. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm exhausted and I got to call a football game tomorrow. Oh, shit. Okay, Colts, 11 a.m. You need to be there. If you can't, cjfltv.com. Matt Rollison, the one and only Rolly, uh, will join me on the call. Excellent. No, I got to get to one of those games and and super fun. Yeah, now I have no balls, Talzen. That's right. They're, they're gone. The kids are all born. That's fine. I don't need them anymore. They're uh, they're done. I'm done. You know, I will. I will. I, I do want to say one of one of our um, huge, huge um, ambassadors to the fan community is mm-hmm. is Tina, uh, aka Bomber Woman. Lost her Baba today, and so I'm thinking of her. She couldn't make it to the game, of course. Uh, had her last moments with her Baba, and I just love Tina. I saw her last night, and she's a gem, and and. Uh, yeah, just thinking of her. It is Fan Appreciation Day tomorrow, right? Twelve thirty to three thirty. I might have to make an appearance. Is anybody else going here on the chat? No, they're going to the rifles game. They're going to the well. Meanwhile, Scott Rogers, rifle up. Uh, CGFL score the Hilltops out of Saskatoon, beating the Regina Thunder ten three at the half. Nice. The rifles beat the Hilltops just a week ago, then had a bye. They're now facing Calgary. That's number seven in the country. Hilltops were two. I'm not sure where they are right now, but uh, the Thunder, the Hilltops, the Rifles, all in the mix to win the best conference in Canadian junior football. So get on the train early hop on the wagon everybody's welcome uh hashtag rifle up uh at rifles football and all the social media channels uh they had a just awesome win uh a week and a half ago and uh they're going for another one tomorrow at 11 a.m well dude when when you say the qb looks like josh allen i mean that's pretty compelling if that doesn't compel you to go into dude man i mean josh allen yeah yeah, Bryson McNeil. Bryson and McNeil, that's a great, solid name too. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he was, uh, he really came out, his coming out party was in the playoffs last year. They lost in Regina, but in that loss, right. he was named Offensive Player of the Week in the whole conference. Really? In a, in a loss. loss. Like, he just came out of his shell and... I, it's, it's like the rifles are a new team with him, with a rebuilt offensive line, uh, an extremely, extremely talented defensive secondary, strong linebacking and D line play. The offensive line looks really good. They got three tailbacks. They kind of go like a three headed monster uh, back there led by um, veteran Sakina Scheibler. Um, and th- they're a fun team to watch. Get out to the park. If you can't cjfltv.com. Pushing them like crazy. The Winnipeg Rifles are a new sponsor of ours here on Bonfire Sports. So shout out Rifles Football. Hashtag Rifle Up. Uh, Scott Roger, appreciate you uh, keeping us updated. Uh, Scott Roger's son, uh, Jake, put up like 252 yards and an 82-yard touchdown a couple weeks ago in Regina. Uh, Absolute beast. Are they going to change the name of Regina now because there's a king? Is it going to no. be like the King City? No. Rex? No. You get, Well, like there's Prince Edward Island. Yeah, that's true. Right? I was just wondering, someone brought that up. Because then instead of that stupid gainer, the gopher, they could have like a T-Rex. At least that would be kind of cool. Well, they're talking like Canada has so much, like $20 bill is the most commonly used uh, 
denomination or currency, right? Do you know how much money it would cost Canada to like replace all of those 20s? <laughs> no. Crazy. I think they should have you and I on the $20 bill. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, there's I think there's more deserving people than you are. I don't I. think so. I I, no? I I don't think people uh really put appreciate Sarah on the 20. Yeah, Sarah will be good on the 20. By the way, she had a sharp blazer today. My daughter, of course, noticed it. Is yeah. she the one in the pink blazer? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, we- man. You know, if anyone else brought their kids on a day like this, like you're just on a, on a high. I do want to say something cheesy before we go, Darren, that it was a year ago after the banjo bowl that I did an impromptu drunken podcast of my own volition. That turned into the Let's Go Bombers podcast. I stuck with it. And I only stuck with it because of friends and family and and people on this chat, uh, people like Greg and Vicky, who kept listening and listened to me, you know, bumble over myself. And, and, and you, know, I, you know, I got a little bit better as I went, but it was only because people stuck with me and, and were fans and, and were really, really, really supportive. And I wouldn't have done it without you. So... I'm thinking about my good friend Caitlin right now and my mother-in-law and and just just great people in my life and I'm just very lucky. And uh you know, now a year later here we are and and, it, and I'm just having so much fun so I feel like incredibly grateful to everybody and also to you Darren that that in just one year now here we are and we're just having a blast, man. It's so much fun to do this this together and i just feel very privileged and uh and honored and uh yeah for sure i'll i'm gonna throw that first one up there tonight and uh you guys can all have a laugh at my expense i couldn't even really talk i was so hoarse but uh <laughs> i i brought my bull bell tonight so i wouldn't have to uh so i wouldn't have to scream those bull bells by the way those are my wrist is sore and don't don't take that the other way folks but I'm talking about the big cowbells, <laughs> the big like I'm talking about the 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 XL cowbells they sell at the bomber store. They they pack a punch, but they're they're heavy. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I, I'm so appreciative of, and it's just so much fun. You know, you go to the games, Darren, and and they always mob you, right? Because you're last night. This guy Darren walks into the party at Finn McCool's, gets mobbed by like 20 women. Yeah, I, it was unbelievable. No, 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 no. Um, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Uh, I, I walk in, there is uh, Kyle Walters and his new wife. They they just got married recently. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, congratulations once again to them. And She was Kyle's lovely, like, by the way. Oh, I liked her a lot. Kyle's like, holy shit, it's Darren bombing. And I'm like, <laughs> shut up, Kyle. I'm just the guy that sings your praises for your amazing work with this franchise over the last six, seven years. Uh, pretty funny. Um, but yeah. no, like, just... Fans of football are fans of, uh, you know, how they take in the game. Like, look, we got hundreds of people watching yeah. uh, and listening to this here on, on Bonfire Sports. Uh, it's just great to be part of that community and give people a little bit, right? I'm like, I'm here for you. I'm not here for for me. I'm here for the fans. That's why I'm here. And, and Zach, to, uh, you know, uh, echo it right back to you, man. It's been great having you on this year. Obviously, we, we got a lot more uh, bonfire, uh, to give, uh, through this season. But Bob man asking, is this the first year bonfire? It is. No. not. Chris Walby nope. and I did a pregame show all last year. The one and only Nick Kowalski joined me yeah. in Hamilton for the gray cup. 
phenomenal football guy, awesome mind, sharp, smart dude, and a talented, beyond understanding videographer, photographer, and artist. Uh, Head over to our YouTube page. Uh, You can find the Grey Cup playlist. Yeah, that was Uh, phenomenal stuff. Dial back. uh, Watch those interviews that Nick and I did with Stanley Bryant, you know, like breaking down, having an emotional moment with Andrew Harris, with Drew Wolitarski sucking on the stogie, um, you know, uh, with uh, uh, so many people before and after the game. Uh, Kenny Lawler, his path to being a professional football player. There's tons of great stuff there, guys. Uh, Go check it out uh nick was awesome and yeah year two of bonfire sports we're gonna try to get some hockey going this winter zach i would love to do a little bit of nfl with you once in a while that would be love uh, it fun uh so everybody join us come along uh we're we're gonna have a lot of subscribe right you gotta hit that subscribe button i feel like you have to do a tutorial on that because all these people want to but but they don't i I don't know why is it something i said like come on Hit the subscribe button. It's not. It's, your, we're it's literally asking, literally asking, literally asking you to. Sorry, Darren, I had to. We're literally asking you to press a button. Come on, just do it. Just do it. Just do no, it. no, just do it. Uh, yeah, no. Head down there right now. Give us a thumbs up. Comment. Uh, subscribe. One of the most important things you can do out there to support us here on Bonfire Sports is tell your friends. Tell your family, uh, put it up on your social media, share it on Facebook, on Twitter, on your Reddit, uh, wherever. You can find <laughs> us on Twitch. You can find us on right. LinkedIn. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, right here on YouTube as well. Um, we are where you, uh, wherever you uh, take in uh, your digital content. So, you know, hey, let's have some fun. The Bombers are 12 and one. They walk away with a ass whooping 54 20 victory over the green riders tonight uh, what an unbelievable performance from zach Kalaris and the buck pierce offense uh people mentioning that uh, i've got the pimp strut i don't know what, what that's about or that i'm know. the godfather I, I don't get that nobody has the pimp strut like like super fan gold member who i who i read into today I don't know if you guys know Goldmember, but uh, he dresses like Goldmember from Austin Powers. Like a uh, uh, cigar and a waffle? Yeah, exactly. Was it uh, Pipe in a Crepe? Yeah, yeah. He 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 has a like everything gold. He has a he has a pimp uh, cane and everything. Yeah, like, is that what it is? Is that what yeah. they're they're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's hey, a, you know, he's a legend, Bailey. Uh, thanks for joining us. I uh, hope uh, school is going well for you. Always great to have you on. I swore. Yeah, I did. You it did? Happened. When? I know, like, I'm a radio guy, right? Like, I'm so used to, no, like... Oh, you never swear. If I say, you know, something I shouldn't. But uh, here we when are. Like, this, is, this, is new, this is a new world. Yeah, Arlen's got it. Bong and a blintz. Pipe and a crepe. <laughs> Bong and a blitz. Smoke and a pancake. That's the original one. Yeah, that's pretty... That's a good impression. Well, if that that's a that's a hilarious movie from from my younger. It's a beautiful. Uh, should I? By the way, before we go, should I wear this every 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 post game now? No, I think I'm going to wear this to every game. I mean, I just love this chain. <laughs> I I will if you love wear it on every post game show. I'll I'll eventually show up at your house and and probably <laughs> dealt with it. Uh, <laughs> the the look on my wife's face, Darren, and and folks who are listening and watching when I when I walked in with this bad boy. <laughs> How much did you pay for that? When I told her the price, 
Oh my god, her, her like, oh my god, it it was just beauty. It was, uh, I'll ne- I'll never forget that moment. It was beautiful. Lynn, Lynn, I, I I would love to tell you what words would get me fined on the radio, but uh, I'm not going to do it in in this uh, in this format. Maybe if you track me down in person, I'll, I'll share some of those. But uh, <laughs> hate uh, hate swearing at uh, at at the ladies. That's something I don't like to do too much. Disrespectful. But, uh, Listen, it is a little bit disrespectful. Thank, um, yeah. Okay, so last last thing, everybody, you want to head to SIA.com slash bonfire. Uh, hit it up. You get a nice, healthy bonus. Holy cow, Zach, you look straight out of uh, a vanilla ice video. Um, <laughs> SIA.com slash bonfire, healthy bonus. Uh, lots of opportunity there for you to have fun. Uh on the games, NFL, NHL, CFL, props, futures, uh, tons of stuff. I did great tonight uh, when I saw that a bunch of people were sick on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Okay, oh, let's, yeah. let's throw a, a good chunk on um, the Bombers to cover, and they sure did. 1992, Zach Schnitzer. Yeah, Schnitzer. And- I, I like that. I, I was so tempted to do the prop on Dembski getting a touchdown. I felt so stupid, man. Like I just, I had this gut feeling that, you know, when you have that intuition and you just know (laughs) something's going to happen and I'm not talking about the superstition crap. Like I'm talking about, you really know, and uh, I could have made some money and I forgot uh, uh, Steve Maria was on this. Who's one of our friends here and in section 128 guy. He heard us talking about taking Montreal who was plus three at home against the Lions led by Antonio Pipkin flying across the country. Yep. And I said, bet the house on that, folks. And I forgot to. I got caught up in doing other stuff. I don't know what I was doing, man. I was going to bet all of my money on that. And so shout out to anybody who made some money on that. Pay attention, uh, folks. Pay attention to SIA. There's some great stuff. There's literally ways to win money to to pay for not to not to gamble, like to gamble huge amounts of money, but you know, maybe pay for dinner for your for your for your friend or wife. A little beer money. Partner, little beer beer money, money. Well being, like maybe pay for things like this. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I could keep talking on and on, but I'll, I'm gonna stop. You have a big day tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be uh, a ton of fun. So after you check out sa.com slash bonfire, go to riflesfootball.com, check their yep. schedule. Uh, there is a preview story by the one and only Mike Still teeing up this huge week four game for the Rifles. Uh, head on down to the ballpark. Uh, it, it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, if you can't make it down to Eastside Eagles Field, cjfltv.com and then a little bit later in the year they're going to be playing some games at ig field or on their brand new field turf uh at maple grove park so uh be sure to check that out get sarah on bonfire yeah we're going to get sarah on bonfire or do the best to twist her arm and, and have her on but hey everybody awesome stuff in the chat tonight uh you guys brought it just like the bombers did on the field Fantastic performance from the entire roster uh, highlighted by Zach Kolaris and the Blue Bombers offense. 12-1 and one off to Hamilton in seven days' time. Saturday. Pardon me. Yeah, Saturday, September 17th. It's a 3 p.m. kickoff uh, central time. So, Zach, you and I will have Bonfire Midweek Wednesday 
Wednesdays moving forward, Wednesday at 7.30. Chris Walby and I will have pregame coverage Friday, 3 p.m., as we always do, 3 o'clock the day before the game. We went a little early this week because uh, Walby had to uh, uh, get some things tied up before heading to the game. And then, What course, did he have to do, walk the dog, he said? I don't know. He, he always does something <laughs> that's not actually what he needs to do. Um, but uh, either way, Wednesday at 7.30, day before the game at 3 for pregame, and then if you and I will have game day after dark uh, right here on Bonfire Sports following Bombers. Tie cats who are tied for last in the league. Uh, bombers entering uh, Hamilton. Uh, who are they going to? We'll talk midweek, buddy, on Wednesday at seven thirty. But who, who's who are the tie cats even going to start that game? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they'll go back to Dane Evans, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that then. Oh, Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hey. Bombers win by a pile tonight. Fifty burger on the board. Fifty four twenty over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to move to twelve and one and win the season series against. Saskatchewan. Last thought to you, Zach. Hey, I just, I just love the love on here. You know, I, I'm just uh, primping and then doing all this with my backwards hat and chain. Uh, what a game, Darren! It's so much fun, and and let's keep this rolling. My, my only concern is that the Bombers lock up the West too quickly, and and that that provides because you but saw I, them rusty last year in that yeah. West final, giving up six turnovers. You know, like I just uh, that does concern me because I because if you're if you're a crazy fan, there's always has to be something that makes you anxious, right? Um, but <laughs> Legio missed a convert today. Maybe just Legio missed a convert. I know it's like someone said on the chat, which I think was maybe the comment of the night. He should kick all his converts from fifty five yards, <laughs> right? Yeah, like take a time count, back it up, right? Like yeah. there, there, there's something about that 32. I, I don't know if he, I, I was talking to, well, I shouldn't say this on air, but I was talking to someone with the bombers last night and they said on that, on that shank, uh, famous shank against uh, Montreal, he was like, like we had surmised he was, he was holding the golf club too tight. He just mm-hmm. wanted to perfectly. Right. And I think yep. he's just got to work that out, but that let it swing sometimes just let it swing, let it swing. Just like your chain, <laughs> let your chain swing. Let it swing, but you know what? He 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 bought a lot of uh, goodwill with that fifty-five yard field goal on the road and the LDC. So, hey, you know, we'll 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 give him some space. We'll give him we'll give him some space. Anyway, folks, thank you for joining. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. This is just uh, so much fun. Tell your friends. Retweet the episode drops. By the way, that also helps. You can yeah. share it on Facebook, like just spread the word out. And then we get more prizes for you guys, more cards, more, more TSV stuff to give away. Yeah. Darren can maybe get a new car. He's, uh, you know, driving that <laughs> rust bucket. <laughs> it's not rusty, but it's covered in yellow paint. Cause I backed up into a yellow pole the other day. Ooh. Cause I'm awesome. Way uh, to go, buddy. Oh, no, uh, Hey, everybody. Pluck your banjos with glee tonight. Uh, we'll see you at the Rifles game tomorrow, Wednesday, 730, uh, day before the game at 3, post-game, back here as we always do on game day after dark. The Schnitz will get his hat straightened out uh, for the next game. But uh, everybody, enjoy your night. Uh, new music on the intro and outro here Ooh. on game day after dark. Uh, keep the copyright people happy. So uh, we'll see you next time here on Bonfire Sports. 